0: Even though we're quarantined here in the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, we're still gonna try and bring you a high-energy, positive spin on today's MLB Morning Coffee. Random Al Chervik quote from Caddyshack: "Take us away." Hey, what do you got in here, rocks? Are you kidding? When I was your age, I would lug 50 pounds of ice up five, six flights of stairs. So what? So what? So let's dance. ah yes happy thursday everybody and hope that you are safe and sound this is mlb morning coffee a daily major league baseball podcast my name is greg Moraz. again we have not been daily i've been dealing with a lot of issues of my own as of late work has been interesting to say the least Due to the shelter-in-place order of San Francisco and the seven surrounding counties to the north and the south, I am confined to the Ocean Avenue studios, have been trying to get some other stuff in regards to life in order, but hopefully we can bring you a fun and informative show today. It's going to be a lot of COVID-19 talk, but we're going to talk about the new development that could be MLB's cancellation of the 2020 draft. But before we get to that, we're bringing it back because we haven't had it for a while. Here are the Daily Grounds. News out of the Yankees camp. A second minor leaguer has tested positive for the coronavirus. The Yankees last week had the first player in all of baseball to test positive for coronavirus. A statement from the team said, quote, While under self-quarantine, the player reported fatigue and an elevated body temperature to Yankees medical personnel. The test was administered on Sunday, meaning the coronavirus test, and the player returned to self-quarantine following the positive results. We can also report that within the past 48 hours, his symptoms have dissipated. The Yankees were among several teams who decided to have their major league players stay in camp amid the outbreak. On Tuesday, though, it was reported that Aaron Boone left the team's complex in Tampa, Florida to drive home to Greenwich, Connecticut. Pitcher J.A. Happ told ESPN's Marley Rivera on Tuesday, quote, again, it's starting to hit home more every day, it seems like. So we're just preparing and trying to be smart if we can and paying attention to the news. Major League Baseball said in a memo on Sunday to Major League players that they would be allowed to stay in camps, but, quote, we anticipate that may change in the coming days as events continue to unfold and players become better educated about current conditions. Zach Britton went on record saying, quote, The recommendation from the union was for guys to go wherever they felt comfortable for the next four to six weeks, whether that was staying here at the facility or going home. Britton, by the way, is the team's union representative. He continues, quote, Obviously, the majority of guys aren't going to go to New York because of the spread of the virus up there, but that was the recommendation from the union. That's what I passed on to the guys. We hope there are no more reported cases of coronavirus amongst the Yankees minor leaguers, given how poorly many of them are paid. But given how the virus spreads so quickly and understanding how the virus can be spread from one person to another, it is not unexpected that the coronavirus is amongst more Yankees minor leaguers, and it will not be surprising if it is popping up amongst more and more major leaguers across various major league clubs. We follow that Yankees story on coronavirus with this one out of Cincinnati. An employee who works year round at the Red Spring Training Complex in Goodyear, Arizona, has tested positive for the illness, but no players have been diagnosed yet with coronavirus. The employee, per an ESPN.com report, was in contact with Red staff and players from February 29th to March 14th and is self isolated in Arizona. Some Red's employees who were in the complex and had contact with the infected employee, were tested as a precaution Wednesday back in Cincinnati. Major League and Minor League players were informed of the positive test and urged to contact the team if they felt ill, said Dick Williams, president of baseball operations. Quote, we are keeping in daily contact with them. If there's anything suspicious, we're going to work with them quickly to get tested. Jim Day, who's a broadcaster for Fox Sports Ohio, was among those tested as a precaution. He was in the Hot Stove League show on Wednesday by calling in from the self-quarantine at his house. Like you've seen with the Yankees story, it's not surprising to see a positive test pop up. And again, the question now is how many more tests end up coming up. You look at the spring training games that were played in that span from the 29th to the 14th, and you understand that there are a potential myriad of opportunities for this virus to have Passed itself along from one person to another person to another person. We kind of look at how things have evolved in the NBA, where you had Rudy Gobert testing positive, then his teammate Donovan Mitchell testing positive, then Christian Wood of the Pistons, who came into contact with Gobert just a few days prior, testing positive. The Brooklyn Nets had four players test positive, including Kevin Durant when they came out to San Francisco before playing the Warriors, who had already, before the NBA got shut down, decided they were going to play in front of no fans the night they were playing the Brooklyn Nets. So this is just going to continue to escalate at an exponential rate. And I plead with you, educate yourself as to what is true and what is not. Don't read propaganda on social media. Look at expert reports. Look at statistics. Look at findings from data scientists and medical professionals. Those are the ones that are actually going to give you the truth. In this day and age, the truth cannot be overstated. So before you make any assumption as to what will happen in Major League Baseball with COVID-19 or what will happen in your own lives with COVID-19, educate yourself to the facts and don't. Act stupid. In a non-coronavirus baseball story, Astros righty Justin Verlander underwent surgery on his right groin and is expected to miss about six weeks, General Manager James Click said in a statement. Verlander dealt with the problem early during spring training. His first start was delayed until March third because of discomfort in that groin. He made two starts over the spring, pitching four and two thirds innings with a three eight six ERA. Click was saying, quote, after a recent setback in his rehab, the medical staff recommended that a surgical procedure was necessary. Verlander is the reigning Cy Young Award winner, who posted a 21 6 record with a 2.58 ERA and led the majors in wins and in innings last season. He pitched 223 innings. He's entering his 16th season in the big leagues at age 37. He won his first Cy Young in 2011, a year when he was also voted. AL MVP. He is 75 wins shy of 300 for his career. Well, I guess if you have the money and you're able to get surgery and get inside a hospital that doesn't have to deal with coronavirus right now, you might as well get this surgery. It's not going to be as if Verlander was going to be on a mound in six weeks anyway. Baseball is probably not going to happen until maybe the middle of July at the earliest. And even then, Who knows exactly when they're going to get up to full strength, how this virus is going to be combated. But for Verlander, this was the right time to do this, and it gives the Astros a fighting chance to have him healthy and ready to go if and when baseball gets back underway. Another surgery to report, this time Tigers left-handed pitching prospect Joey Wentz, who had UCL, a.k.a. Tommy John surgery on Wednesday, in his pitching elbow, he's expected to return in 14 to 16 months. The surgery was performed by New York Mets medical director Dr. David Altchek in West Palm Beach, Florida. Wentz, 22 years of age, was a non-roster invitee at big league camp. He was acquired at the trade deadline last year in a deal that sent Shane Green to the Atlanta Braves. Wentz was 7-8 and eight with a 4.20 ERA in 25 starts at the AA level last year. You never want to see anybody go under the knife for Tommy John, but again, like with Verlander, if you're going to get surgery and you have the available means to get surgery, now is 100% the time to do it. We wish Wentz well in his recovery, and we hope that we'll see him on a big league mound for the Tigers at some point in the near future, an organization that is desperate to have its young prospect pitching depth rise to the top and make that team competitive again. There's not much the Major League Baseball has gotten right recently. Here is one thing they did get right. Jeff Passan reported that all 30 Major League Baseball teams on Tuesday pledged $30 million total to help cover the lost wages of ballpark employees who had been affected by the postponement of MLB's opening day due to the coronavirus. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said, quote, Motivated by desire to help some of the most valuable members of the baseball community, each club has committed $1 million. The individual clubs will be announcing more details surrounding this support effort in their local communities. The timing of these announcements will vary because of the need to coordinate with state and local laws as well as collective bargaining obligations in an effort to maximize the benefits realized by each group of employees. I am proud that our clubs came together so quickly and uniformly to support these individuals who provide so much to the game we love. With opening day originally scheduled for March 26th, that's not going to happen. A lot of teams had filled out a majority of their game day staff from vendors, concession workers, janitorial staff, press box assistants, interns, you name it, they already had that staff hired. The Arizona Diamondbacks came out with a statement. They said, quote, Our game day staff is part of our family, and we want to make sure that we take care of them and support them during these challenging economic times. That was from team owner Ken Kendrick. By the way, the fact that his name is Ken Kendrick I think is kind of funny. When times are tough, he continues, that is when organizations like ours need to step up. And I'm proud of all 30 teams who are motivated by a desire to help others in our baseball community. A lot of individual players have already donated money to the cause, Astros center fielder George Springer donated $100,000. Reds pitcher Trevor Bauer raised nearly $25,000, and he organized a charity Sandlot baseball game, which I encourage you to go back and watch on Twitter or on YouTube. I think his channel is The Motivated, or I can't remember what Trevor Bauer's YouTube channel is, but go search Trevor Bauer's YouTube channel, and then you'll see that game, and I think it's pretty darn entertaining. Major League Baseball is also, per passing, trying to figure out how to compensate minor league players who haven't been paid in full since the end of the 2019 season and who only had a stipend for spring training. Most minor league players have either been quarantined in their camps or have gone home. So a lot of those guys are not getting paid right now. There are some teams, I believe the Rays are one of them, as we brought up with Kyle Bandujo. I think the Blue Jays are another that have decided to continue to pay their players despite the fact that they're not playing, which is very good on them. It's great to see that organizations are, no pun intended, stepping up to the plate to make sure that those who need it most are well compensated for I just think that the goodness of people is well on display when you see everybody coming together in a time like this to support those who rely on sports for their income. We talk about baseball and we talk about sports as not a necessary part of life for the daily survival of human beings, but for a lot of people it is their economic survival. And to see that Major League Baseball is doing what they're doing is a really encouraging sign for what might come across the United States and across the world. Here's another story about the goodness of people. Oakland A's team president Dave Cavill is inviting a fan who has been diagnosed with coronavirus to throw out the first pitch on opening day when that fan is healthy and when opening day actually comes around. This fan named Justin posted a photo of himself on Twitter in an A's beanie. Now, he doesn't tag the A's in this post, He says, I have it. Don't sleep on this thing, people. I'm a very healthy type 1 diabetic. My body is fighting it well, but it's kicking my ass. Don't be a moron. Stay home. Dave Cavill, the president of the Oakland A's, somehow found it said, get well soon. The whole athletics nation is sending you positive thoughts. How is your arm? would be honored to have you throw out the first pitch on opening day. And he responded with, oh my God, a bunch of crying emojis. I'm blown away, man. Again, this is one of those things where you just have to applaud the goodness of people. Cavill said in a release after the A's $100,000 donation to the Alameda County Community Food Bank, quote, this is an unprecedented time in our community. As we navigate this pandemic, it is crucial that we come together and help those who need it most. Good on you, Dave Cavill. Good on the Oakland A's. And hopefully he has a chance to get to throw out a first pitch this season, But the best to you, Justin, whose last name is not listed, as you recover from COVID-19. All the best to you, and hope to see you on the Hill on opening day. Some more positive injury news. Rangers outfielder Willie Calhoun is going to be able to start light workouts soon in his recovery from a broken jaw. Calhoun tweeted, quote, on Tuesday, this team is my family, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. The Rangers said on Tuesday... The Calhoun was examined by Dr. Steven Wiener in Phoenix and cleared to travel before flying back on a team charter on Monday night. Calhoun's jaw was broken when he was hit in the face by a Julio Urias fastball during a spring training game on March 8th. He was taken off the field in a motorized cart. Wiener performed the surgery the following day to insert a plate and stabilize the jaw. Calhoun last season hit 269 with 21 homers in 83 games. He's expected to be the Rangers' starting left fielder after they traded away Delano DeShields and Nomar Mazzara. Given that Major League Baseball's opening day is delayed, it looks like Calhoun, who probably would have started on the injured list, will be ready to go for opening day. And that is the Daily Grounds for Thursday, March 19th, 2020. So the topic of conversation today is a story that ran yesterday from Ronald Blum of the Associated Press that Major League Baseball is considering eliminating the draft in 2020 as well as the international signing period in a way to save money. Now, I want to read you the story verbatim per what Ronald Blum wrote because I feel like it's going to give us a better topic of discussion as we move forward here on MLB Morning Coffee. Here's the story that was published yesterday. Major League Baseball is considering skipping its amateur draft this year and putting off the next international signing period as a way to preserve cash while games are affected by the new coronavirus, people familiar with discussions told the Associated Press. Talks between management and the Players Association are ongoing and include the contentious issue of Major League Service Time, which determines eligibility for free agency and salary arbitration. MLB has proposed crediting full service for 130 games or more and proportional service for a shorter season, the people said on condition of anonymity because those details have not been made public. The union has taken the position that a full season of service should be credited even if no games are played, one of the people said. Scheduling has been left open since there is no way to determine when the season could start. Opening day has been pushed back from March 26th to mid-May at the earliest, and both sides are committed to playing as many games as possible. Some radical solutions, such as more doubleheaders and playing deep into autumn by using enclosed stadiums and warm weather sites, have not been thoroughly discussed yet. With the prospect of expected cash not coming in from tickets, broadcasts, and sponsorship contracts, teams have told the commissioner's office they are fearful they may have to lay off administrative staff. Signing bonuses for amateur players total about $400 million annually. Baseball moved the first round of the draft to Omaha, Nebraska, ahead of the College World Series in June, but the College World Series was canceled last week. The international signing period starts on July 2nd. While bonus rules for the draft and international players are part of the collective bargaining agreement, management could attempt to cite the national emergency as reason to make unilateral changes. With a Republican administration in Washington, the union would have a difficult path with a legal challenge before the National Labor Relations Board. The sides are also discussing whether MLB would advance money to players who get paid only during the regular season. The uniformed players contract has a provision allowing the baseball commissioner to suspend the deal during any national emergency when major league baseball is not played how much money would be advanced and which players the money would go to are also part of the negotiation advances could go to the entire 40-man roster or a subset also under discussion is the union's desire to have players receive allowance money even if they have returned home from spring training among the other issues are adjusting salaries luxury tax rules revenue sharing, and performance bonus thresholds in the event of a season fewer than 162 games, and relaxing schedule and roster rules. Getting money to the players with minor league contracts who are not covered by the union is likely to be decided later by MLB. The sites are also discussing a transaction freeze. So that is the story from Ronald Blum of the Associated Press. And what I determined from this is that Major League Baseball is doing all things possible in order to save money because they are foreseeing a scenario that Major League Baseball is not going to happen until maybe July at the earliest and there's a potential that MLB could have a majority of its revenue or its expected revenue completely wiped out by the coronavirus because you think about it when you sign up a sponsor or you sign a broadcast contract that is for 162 games a lot of sponsors are Buy that money on the 162-game exposure. They feel like they're getting X amount of value at the ballpark because they are paying that much money for advertising, that much money for broadcast rights. And it seems like only fair that teams reduce that price if these sponsors are not going to get a full 162 games in. That makes all the sense in the world. So what does Major League Baseball have to do? They're kind of looking down the road and having an understanding that they're not going to receive the full revenues that they were expecting. They're going to have to give some of this money back to sponsors. They're going to have to give some of this money back to their broadcast rights partners. They are going to have to find ways to make up for lost ticket revenue, lost concession revenue. Merchandise revenue is a different thing entirely because you can still buy that online. But you're probably going to lose a lot of merchandise revenue. Because think about it. There are more fans who probably end up buying merchandise at the ballpark than do online. And fans who come to the games are going to be more enticed if they see something pop out at them to actually go and buy it. So MLB, who we like to think of these organizations as being not strapped for cash, may end up in actuality having a cash problem. Not because they don't have the cash now, but because they might not have the cash later. So why suspend the draft? Well, there are a couple of reasons why. If you want to look at it from the financial perspective, why you would suspend the draft is quite simply so that you don't have to pay bonuses and you don't have to pay more players. There are 40 rounds in a draft. Now, I'm just going to say give or take. Most teams end up signing about 30 to 35 of their 40 picks. A lot of late-round high school picks don't sign because they intend to go to college. A lot of high-round picks don't sign because they think they're going to get more money next year. Now, this is a complicated scenario right now because there is no college baseball season. College baseball has effectively been canceled, and all of those guys are going to receive another year of eligibility. Now, players who fully intended to sign if they got drafted this year are put in an interesting position. If there is no draft, there's no way that you can put in a system that allows teams to just sign free agents. Effectively, you're telling players they have to go back to college. You're telling freshmen that would have likely signed out of high school that they have to go to three years of college. Because in baseball, you cannot, for those of you who don't know this, you cannot leave until after your junior year if you play for a Division One university. If you play for a junior college, though, you have the option to get drafted after your first year or after your second year. And if you transfer to a Division One school, you can get drafted after your junior year. So players are put in this sort of zone of acrimony and zone of confusion, I think you might want to call it, in terms of understanding what they have to do now. There might be a guy like Arizona State's Spencer Torkelson who was probably going to be the consensus number one overall pick in this year's draft. I mean, probably one of the best power hitters that's come through the draft in a long time. And he might end up going back to school when it was fully intended that he was probably going to be the first player drafted and more than likely would have signed with the Detroit Tigers. So you cancel the draft, you cancel those bonuses. Basically, you've told every college baseball player who had their season canceled and thought that they might have a chance of playing pro ball, that they're going to have to wait until next year. I don't necessarily think it's that bad of an idea to cancel the draft for the purposes of the players that were already in the system. We talked about this with Kyle Banduho yesterday. There's a very likely scenario that if there was a draft, it would happen before teams end up going back to spring training, which means you could have an abundance of players in spring training, because most spring trainings are not equipped to handle 40 extra players. So what usually happens before a minor league season starts is that most players, give or take a few free agents or guys that end up getting released, a lot of minor leaguers get the opportunity to participate in at least two weeks of minor league spring training. And a lot of them are released before camp is over you haven't given any of those guys across all 30 major league clubs the opportunity to prove themselves yet, the opportunity to keep themselves in that major league organization. So you could potentially be adding 30 to 35 new guys without giving the other guys a chance to prove their worth. So you're going to have a really sticky situation in terms of having too many players for not enough roster spots. Because you look at it, most teams have one short-season team and one complex-level team. Some teams have two short-season teams. From low A up to triple A, it's only one team per level. So you're going to have a difficult time trying to find places to play all of these guys. In fact, you may have some guys, if they did still have the draft, get drafted and then not play at all which would pose a really sticky situation going into next year to where you could end up having some guys get released before they ever have a chance to play in a professional game if they don't end up having a signing bonus, period. The bottom line is I don't think there's a right way to go about this. I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong decision. If you cancel the draft, you're effectively hitting the reset button on this entire season. As we've said, college baseball, the NCAA, has already given seniors, and everybody else an extra year of eligibility. They have been granted another year of eligibility. So, more than likely, you figure, they're going to end up using it. Because what other choice do they have? Do they have another choice? They can't just sit out a year, basically not do anything, and then expect to get drafted. Major League Baseball has suspended all scouting activities. There are no college baseball games. So if these guys are expected to get drafted next year and they don't want to play another year of college baseball, they're basically running the risk on whatever past performance that they already have. And I don't necessarily think that that is a great risk to have. So if the draft doesn't happen, you're hitting the reset button on the entire college baseball season. Plus, in college, you have already got your freshmen that have signed national letters of intent. So you are going to have baseball rosters that end up getting somewhere in the range of 45 to 50 guys. And what if you have a star freshman? What if you have a guy that you knew was going to take over for X senior or X junior right away? What if that guy is better than X senior or X junior? But X senior or X junior would probably have been a top 15 to 20 round pick. What do you do? How do you justify having that guy's playing time taken away because a freshman has come in and basically taken away their job when they didn't think that freshman would be there in the first place because that freshman was supposed to follow them. That freshman wasn't supposed to be on the same team as them. You could have these problems popping up all over the place. And not to mention... For seniors, juniors, you've now added another group of guys that are eligible for the draft process. If you delay the draft by a year by giving everybody eligibility, you have basically expanded your draft pool by, I would say, in the range of 30 to 35% because all current sophomores are now eligible to be drafted. So there are a lot of guys that might have gotten drafted this year that might not get drafted at all because a current sophomore that's better is still going to be eligible. So then how do you work it back on the other side of it? You might have to institute a juniors and seniors this year only draft policy. Nah, you couldn't do that, could you? You've got a new CBA coming up. Major League Baseball might change some things. They might change some eligibility requirements. I don't think there's a right answer. And I think whatever answer they do come up with might make some people upset. That's just the way that these things go. That's the nature of the way that business is handled. Some might be asking, well, how is this any different than the NBA draft, where you didn't have guys finish their seasons because the tournaments were canceled? Well, you already have a big enough body of work to go on that. And the NBA draft, you're only drafting two maybe three guys. The NBA draft is only two rounds. So you're drafting two, maybe three guys. So that's not necessarily an issue. Anybody that was going to declare this year was going to declare. And nobody is having any extra eligibility added. Now, I bring this up for the purposes of scouting. It's games. You're not going to have a draft combine. You're not going to have any of these individual workouts. What you're being drafted on, if you're an NBA player is strictly going to be your game tape and what scouts have already seen of you. The NFL, they already had the NFL Combine. So the NFL draft is going to go on as planned, although they're not going to have that ridiculous-looking boat in the middle of the Bellagio in Las Vegas. Can I honestly just say first that the obsession of having events in Las Vegas just kind of blows my mind a little bit? As somebody that lives in the city of San Francisco and loves the city of San Francisco, can we have one of those things here, like, please, please? Like, this city has got so much more soul than Las Vegas. Apologies to anybody from Las Vegas. Not trying to offend you here, but I love my city of San Francisco. I think it is just a little bit different aesthetically. You know, we don't have giant blinking hotel buildings and statues of Liberty and the Eiffel Tower and things like that. But that's neither here nor there. How we'll conclude this is as follows. Major League Baseball has got to make a decision in terms of how it wants its teams to operate in regards to bonuses and in regards to its current minor league players. If you suspend the draft, you are effectively putting current guys that are eligible to be drafted out on an island. And whether or not they make it back to shore, the figurative shore, is yet to be seen. You're potentially opening up a box of of snakes that you can't close. And if you do open up that box of snakes, you better be prepared, if you're Rob Manfred, to get bitten by any sort of backlash that comes from this because there could be a worst-case scenario for a player that could be drafted, and if that worst-case scenario comes to light, you're going to be in a whole heck of a lot of trouble. That's going to do it for today's MLB Morning Coffee. Make sure you write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe. If you have not had a chance to, please go back and listen to any of our prior episodes. If you just want to feel good about hearing baseball news again, even though it's old baseball news, we've got some great team previews. We had our first team preview, the Minnesota Twins, with Kyle Duho We had our White Sox team preview with Brett Ballantini, our Nationals preview with Ryan Sullivan, and a somewhat Red Sox preview with Mike Monaco. Hope that you can join us for another edition of MLB Morning Coffee tomorrow have a great day stay safe we'll catch you in the am